Hello and welcome back to Football Gentron, the only English language podcast dedicated to Armenian football. I am your host, Adam, and I'm joined here by the usual suspects in Chadens and Armen. How are you gentlemen doing? Good as always, baby. Yep. What about you, Adam? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here uh, in LA and uh, ready to talk some football. So let's dive right into it, shall we? The Armenian Premier League is back in action as Bekma took on Punic in the opening match yesterday. Uh, Punic won by a scoreline of 4-0. to nil, And Gevor Ghazadian scored on his debut back in Armenia. And according to reports, uh, some scouting reports from our little scouting network that we've created, Eric Vardanyan had also played very, very well. Um, what are your quick thoughts on that, guys? Big statement uh, from Punic. It's early, it's the first game, but it's a big statement. Uh, I'm going to say Eric Bartanian, FYI, guys, is a Spanish speaker from his Barcelona years. So it's going to be very helpful to have him near Caparros. Yeah, I think a few good performances and he can easily replace a, a domestic player super on sub. the national team. Um, he could be a super sub. Yeah, some other fixtures in the Premier League include Alashket versus Arara Armenia, Urardu versus Noravank, Sevan versus Van, and Arara versus Noah. Uh, Armenian Premier League is, of course, all live streamed on YouTube, so there's no excuse. Just watch it; it's free. <laughs> yep, and it's tomorrow. Not uh, to wait. We're recording. Yeah, t- so it's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. But it's this is going out on Sunday. Wednesday, so. It's, tune in next next game week. <laughs> yeah, tune in next game week. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Chalens, the UEFA <laughs> Champions League. What were all our results looking like? Uh, not too good, unfortunately. Alashkert, uh, in with an aggregate score, lost 1-4 against Sheriff. Uh, they lost the first game with a one one goal only, so we still had hopes, but. Second game ended with a 1-3, uh, 3-1 away loss. And then uh, Kairat, where we have Kamo Vanisian, uh, again lost, unfortunately, uh, to Red Star Belgrade, a, a very good, uh, well-known team from Serbia. The first game was 2-1, and the second game 5-0. Yeah, I they, uh, so let's just focus on Alashket for a second. Uh, the first game was very close. Neither team was really creating any chances. And th- and that's what kind of made us think Alashket could do this. But at the end of the day, there was like no creativity at all. It didn't even look like there was a game plan. But considering the fact that they don't even have a manager right now, I'm not surprised. Um, and mm-hmm. for, those, those, for those who don't know, Alexander Gregorian, who was appointed manager... Uh, last season and won the title with them, uh, he had to leave due to having, you know, wanting to be closer to his wife who was having medical issues. So, uh, all the best to him. All the best to him. And it's all Ashkets are really, really suffering. Um, let's move on to the Conference League. Uh, Armen, walk us through some of our results. Yeah, well, we got to begin with uh, <laughs> what an aggregate score. 5-7 for Slavsproklav. <laughs> beating beating uh, Ararat Kedevan. That was the best performing Armenian team in Europe this season. Mm-hmm. Um, 
only one game lost for Ararat uh, through the whole season, European season, 2-4, uh, sadly, because yeah. they drew, <laughs> they ironically drew 3-3, I believe it was in Poland. Uh, I'm, I'm confident, I'm happy about uh, their, their European season, their European run. Then on to uh, European clubs with Armenian players, we have Kazakhstani Astana, the great Kazakh giants with Tikran Barzekian that played pretty well and beat Aris Salonika uh, on a 3-2 aggregate score. They won, Astana won the first leg 2-0 and lost the second leg 2-0 again. It was therefore 2-2 and Astana coincidentally happened to score on the last minute of extra time making it through to the next round. It was insane. Uh, on to a less insane result, FC Riga, the handball team with uh, our boy Edgar Babayan on the bench, not even starting, Jesus, uh, won 3-0 <laughs> against, against Macedonian Skendia, 2-0 the first leg, 1-0 the second leg, and still Babayan needs to leave. Um, Shakhtar Karaganda from Kazakhstan as well had featuring uh, Kevork Najarian and Solomon Udo in defensive midfield. Uh, they made it through against Steaua Bucharest from Romania. And again, insane. 2-2 draw on aggregate. Uh, they lost the first game 1-0 and won the second one, equalizing the game on the last minute. After a goalless extra time, they happened to win on penalty kicks. It was also insane. But sadly, uh, Udo Salomon transferred, Udo right? left. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it. We're we'll going to be that. talking about that. Yeah, we'll get into that. And last European result, guys, from this last round, FC Zilina from Slovakia with our football Gentron star, Baham Bicakcian, beat Apollon Limassol from Cyprus, 5-3 on aggregate, winning the first leg 3-1. And drawing the second one, they were losing the second leg. And uh, actually, after the first legs, when Vahan was left on the bench to rest, but when things looked a little shaky for Zilina, Vahan was subbed in, and uh, Apollon looked like it was going to take it, but nope. Vahan was there, assist for Zilina, and win for Zilina, thanks to the Armenian star. So... Uh, quick talking point for each match. We'll, we'll start with the Ararat's game. Um, uh, the aggregate, of course, is sets you back a little bit, but it it, it brings up the very obvious um, shortcoming, mm-hmm. and that is the defense. Ararat scored five goals, which clearly shows that they were more than good enough to progress in this competition, but their shortcomings came in defense the amount of individual errors that led to goals, you can physically see it in front of you. That was the amount of individual errors that led to goals. It just, we're crying out for the need of good young Armenian defenders that we just don't have right now. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, second, <laughs> yeah, second talking point. Um, I thought Tico was supposed to leave Aslana. Didn't he have a medical? What happened to that? <laughs> Um, third talking point uh, Riga Babayan uh, I believe he is still with them 
uh, he flew back to Riga, as he posted on Instagram. So it looks like he, what we had initially anticipated of if Riga make it to European competition, he's likely going to stay, is holding true. And I, I think the same's going to happen to Tico. They're both going to wait until yep. and see what happens in European mm-hmm. competitions. Yeah, because they'll know before the transfer win- they'll know before the windows close, right? Hopefully, there's still time. I mean, there's one month exactly, so yeah, there's one month. Yeah, so they won't know. Yeah, uh, and time is ticking. And then uh, speaking on behalf of Vahan, he has three goals and three assists already this season in all competition, Same. and and that is in like two weeks of play. So. Telling you, man, this and kid, not even playing 90 minutes every game. Yeah, he's not. He's not even playing. He's not even starting, which I'm still just does, doesn't make doesn't make sense to me. No, I have a theory. He was subbed, he was subbed in to, to rest. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, what's your theory, Charles? Remember about the Leverkusen thing I was saying a few months ago in the earlier yeah. podcast? Well, uh-huh. uh, like 40 minutes ago, there was news that. Um, uh, Eric, uh, <laughs> what, no, not Eric. Uh, the, what's it? Leon Bailey is leaving from Leverkusen to go to Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. So they're okay. getting they're getting cash. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. If that it's not even related for sure, but you never if, know. If that happens, challenge you're you're, you're a certified genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the fixtures now. Uh, Alashkert are in the UEFA Europa League. They will be facing Kamo Hovanesian's Kairat Almaty of Kazakhstan. Um, that is going to be on, oh my God, this was written in European, uh, the 5th of August. <laughs> the, the dates were written <laughs> the not how we date. Okay, the proper date, sure. Uh, and then <laughs> we have uh, Hovanes Hambarzumian's Anatorsis Fumugusta is entering into European competition at the third qualifying round, and they will be taking on Rapid Vienna. Uh, on the same day. In the UEFA Conference League, we have FC Riga, of course, Edgar Babayan, will be taking on Hiberians of Gibraltar on the 8th, and Astana with Tikram Barsevian are taking on Coops, who uh, were the team that knocked Noah out of the competition. Uh, and then we have Shakhtar Karaganda with Najarian taking on Kolos of Ukraine, and then, of course, Jelina with Vahan Bichakshan taking on Tobol, the former club of plenty of Armenian players. Jelina looks really strong with Vahan, so I yeah. think that's the best fixture. Not only do I mm. think Jelina is going to make it to the Conference League, um, I think Jelina is going to be going very far in the Conference League. Yeah, if, that's actually really Vahan, good. If Vahan stays, I guarantee you they will be making at least the quarterfinals. That is my prediction. All right. Uh, let us get into our Armenian players from around the globe. We have a lot to talk yep. about for this one today. This is nice. Um, on men, kick it off. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is the main course. We will kick off our meze <laughs> with Herant Mamedova Iranozchian. This is insane. We have discussed. This guy a lot, you know. Uh, why? Because he plays for Bayern München. That's Adam's team. That's insane. That's a world giant. Okay, so who is Rant Mamedova Iranosian? He was born in Germany from Armenian parents that fled 
the Soviet Republic of Azerbaijan that, as not many people know, had to change their last names because Armenians in Azerbaijan, even during Soviet, Soviet times, were forced to change their last names. Over the centuries, and even before it was Soviet era, uh, whether it's for social or economic pressure, fear of the ever common armenophobic attacks or straight up uh, an actually official statement. And to be honest, the same would happen in Western Armenia, today's Turkey, you know, or in the rest of the Ottoman Empire, where uh, millions of Armenians had to change their last names to Turkish last names or names with Turkish roots. Such would be the case of Armenian football players and national team players, actually. Arasuz Bilis, Andrei Çalışır, Vahan Bıçakçıyan, etc., etc. So, now, Hrant is spending his first senior Bayern München preseason under Julian Nagelsmann's first season at the helm. That's crazy. He played 30 minutes off the bench against Ajax, 30 minutes off the bench against München Gladbach. Uh, he has been playing up top, you know, sole striker, number nine, as you wish to call it. Uh, and in my opinion, he played great. Uh, I mean, solid, to be honest. He needs more time and more opportunities for me. What do you guys think? Um Yes, and I think he I think he did play really well. But surprisingly, uh, as we're recording, Byron are playing Napoli in a friendly, and there are, are a lot of youth players on the bench, but he is not one of them. Um, so interested to know why that is the case because he has played so many minutes. Um, we had, of course, in our in our chat, kind of discussed the possibility of him going out on loan, uh, which exactly. is something that Byron does. Uh, very regularly with their young players, with the more promising young players. Uh, and as, as we literally just talked about before hopping on, uh, <laughs> Joshua Xerxes came back on loan from Parma. So maybe that could be the reason uh, for right now of why I he's not hope, in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for big time. That that would yeah. be beautiful. Not like the reason for him not to be today on the bench. It has to be alone. Come on. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll see. It will be. Um, it makes sense because that's what they mostly do. They just uh, send on loan. And the thing is, um, it needs to be a team where it, there's some competition. Uh, like, I don't know, like uh, if it's going to be yeah, second division, let's say yeah. a, a very top team. Or if it's going to be first division, then some middle mid-table team definitely. Because well, that's he, where he, he'll boost his stats. Needs to be, it needs to be a class competition so that he doesn't drop his level. Yeah. But but this yeah, is the exactly. thing. He's, he's coming it. from Bayern. He's coming from Bayern, so they're 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 gonna loan him somewhere good. He's not gonna be loaned somewhere bad. It's it's just not gonna happen. Never, never. No, no, no. Plus, uh, anything, also think about his wages. They need to cover that. Anything uh, is possible. Anything is possible in the football world, man. We just have to have to. Hope for the best and, and make sure that hope Here we go. This doing. is this is the reason why he didn't play. Uh, he played uh, in the FC Bayern 2 match yesterday. There you go. Some, would it some be a competitive match? match? Uh, I believe so. So that's that's probably why that he... Would, and that was yesterday, that so that's probably why he's not playing today. Um, so yeah, no, he's promising. Of course, me being a Bayern Munich fan, uh, I'm extremely happy. Um, 
I'm just hoping that he decides to play for Armenia. <laughs> That's it. And the, there's a lot of people yeah, who were questioning his Armenianness. Um, and he go check Instagram, on- man. Go yeah. check Instagram. Whoever it is, check Instagram. We're not yeah. lying. He, look, we're not liars. Check will- Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my statement. We all friends here. Look, uh, <laughs> he will play for Armenia, guys. Don't worry about that. The thing is, when, because as I always say. For any football player, first, it's key for them individually to cement their place in their club careers. And once that's out of the question, he can play for Armenia because he's not going to play for Germany. Well, here's the thing. If you're a Bayern player, there's always going to be the possibility of you playing for the German under-21 national team. And we got to remember, he's he's really young, man. So there's that possibility. He could still play for Germany under 21. Don't kid yourself. He's a Bayern Munich player. If he's good enough to be in the Bayern Munich, if he's good enough to be part of the Bayern Munich first team at the age of 18, I'm not saying he is because clearly, you know, he hasn't cemented his place yet. He probably won't be. He'll probably be one of those players that are bouncing back and forth. If there's an injury to Chupo Moting, he might come in, uh, for example. But if that is the case, you know, you're more than good enough to play for the German under-21 national team, which, by the way, lacks Bayern Munich players. He's not going to get called up. I don't think he is. Um, Bro, it, yeah, but uh, Germany has four, the 40 teams from first and second Bundesliga are, have, are, are full of German players with enough quality to play for the Mannschaft. Yeah, but they That's don't play the for Bayern Munich. 5th of September, you'll see the answer. All right, we'll see. All right, next up, we have Gore Manvelian, uh, another future star of Armenian football uh, who is doing a lot of things. Uh, he's doing a lot of preseason matches. He's doing a lot of preseason photo sessions. He's in the new kit promo. Um, he is all about Nantes, and Nantes seems to be all about him. Um, yep. Thoughts, guys? Gore Manvelian, how soon can we see this guy in a national team shirt? I would say now. I would say next month in in the September window. I mean, now the the question is starting or sub. Uh, most likely he's gonna be a sub, but he could perfectly be called up because uh, if you think about it, Caparros called up uh, Spertian when he was in Krasnodar too, and <laughs> he started him. He played him. He put placed faith. On him, and he paid off scoring on his very debut. Uh, same will happen with Gore Manvelian, and Gore is right off the bat playing at a higher level, and most likely uh, everything points out that to Gore actually having played time for non-senior squad, unlike Spertian when he made his national team debut. Yeah, and if you actually take a look at any of Gorman Velian's Instagram pictures, take a look at the comment section. It's just all Armenian flags. <laughs> not, yeah, not just that. If you if you go to Nantes fan pages and fan forums and stuff, they are very pleased with uh, Gore and and with his preseason. Uh, so is actually Nantes uh, coaching staff. So everything mm-hmm. points out to him. Uh, to the very least, starting league on at the bench. 
Yeah, and and if and if that's the case, I think um, that's more than good enough for him to get a national team call up, in my opinion. Yeah. Considering who our backup options are, we have what Karapetian and Artur Miranian, both play in the Armenian Premier League, both good season players. Of course, we know they they each bring a, a specific skill set that may be needed. But for example, you know Karapetian hasn't scored in forever. I would much rather and the have aggressiveness. A, I would much rather have a young, hungry Gorman Velian who plays in a much better league um, any day of the week, honestly. Mm -hmm. The hungriness, because we're playing against Macedonia. Uh, Macedonia, and then we've got Germany. And then, let's say, it's three three games. (laughs) They're going to bring a big squad for this one. Yeah, we're going to need a big squad. So, you know what? Um, For those worried on if Gorman Velian will play for the Army national team, uh, he is our Tachtsi. <laughs> There's no way an Artaxi is not gonna want to play for Armenia, not and he does. Very good point. Yeah, not just that. I mean, as we said when he signed his uh, first professional contract a few episodes ago, if you guys remember, uh, he's not just Artaxi. He says he wants to play for Armenia. He states that the nonce page actually uh, wrote, like in the presentation, Armenian player and last but not least and this is a very important point in my opinion the french federation does not have the same policy that the russian federation does regarding minority players and especially armenian players uh the the french system in in any aspect and football is not the exception uh is very close and very uh, respectful of Armenian things, of everything Armenian. So, yeah, all things considered, he is going to play for Armenia. Yeah, and I personally honest. see Gore making his prof- professional debut uh, for Nantes, not uh, Armenia. I see it because it's yeah. a trend with the top leagues. Uh, Nantes is a competitive team, and uh, with the preseasons that he's playing now, uh, that he's, well, basically he's training with, they're they're definitely mm-hmm. gonna give him a chance. He's one of the he's one of the two mm-hmm. uh, youngsters to be given uh, the internal transfer. Many, yeah. Strikers, one, one of the uh, two strikers. He um. Quentin Malin. Malin. He he started every single preseason game. So if that's By an the way, indication. Yeah. Yeah. Merlin, he's BFF in a way. Is a a Nantes emblem actually by now. Like he's a trademark, just like Gore. Uh, he's like uh, not born and raised, uh, mm-hmm. and he's one of the starters for the French under-21 team. So both players, both these guys, have a lot of chemistry because they yeah, shared a lot more. of years, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. years, the same locker room, the, the same lineup, and they're gonna tear things up together. Yeah, they are. So uh, look out for Gorman Velian. Uh, he also has an Armenian flag on his Instagram page, if you're wondering. And it comes before <laughs> the French flag. So there you go. Yeah! Little one for you. Uh, who's next, Armin? What do we got? <laughs> uh, we have everything, baby. Uh, look, in Israel, this is a new one. Apoel Nofah Galil got promoted to top flight, the first division, and look at this. They have 20, 20-year-old striker, Samir Farhoud Yahubian. Samir will have a shot now at 
top tier, top tier footy. Uh, so uh, look closely to the Israeli league, especially North Hagalil uh, Hag- Hag- and Samir Farhud, um, striker, 20-year-old striker. That's also very needed. Uh, what do you guys think about this? I, I think he would be a great alternative for the national team. Um, I think, you know, considering our striking options, we have Briasco Balakian, who currently plays for uh, the biggest oh. club in Argentina. And then of course we he's have, not going to start. But. It, and well, and, let me get there. We also have <laughs> Sagis Adamian, who plays for Hoffenheim. And then we also have our very seasoned domestic players, Karapetian uh, and Miranian, who will, who will likely get called up. And now we have... This Gorman Velian into the mix. We have Herman Kurbashian who plays for the under 21s. That could get a chance. I don't know how likely it is to have him even be considered, honestly. Maybe <laughs> for the under 21, maybe. Uh, and I, which I think wouldn't be a bad idea considering the under 21s latest results were a little uh, not so. Ouch. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not, not 21, not under 21. So this is a UEFA. Uh, this really is is solid, you know. And he, if he manages to start for his team, mm-hmm. a 20 year old striker, 20 year old striker playing at 20 years old in a decent UEFA league, that's good enough. At Look, least for the Armenian right. national team. September bench. is early though. September is early for him to prove himself. It's way too early. Oh, yeah, yeah, he has time. I mean, I'm not saying right away, you know. Look, if you're Kaparos and you have four striker spots that you're trying to fill, and if you have an option of a player who broke in and is playing first team in Ligue 1, let's say, you're, let's say you're only going to take one young youth striker. Are you going to take the Liga guy or are you going to take the guy who plays in the Israeli league? Monvelian, definitely. It's, it's, course, it's, starting, it's starting to get competitive. That's the thing. There you go. Yeah. I mean, look. Th- that's good. And also... If you yeah, start and scoring. also, by the way, Manvelian in, in preseason has been considered lately, especially by Nantes coach, as a winger, not as a number nine. So he is polyfunctional. Maybe he could be dropped to the wings, Manvelian, and leave the striking option for, for Samir. That's the thing. Polyfunctionality and versatility goes a long way. Yeah, it does. And as we know, um, in the Armenian national team, you play for one position, you play for in all positions. D-E-P-T-H. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then there's also that. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. And um, Vasilios Borosian. To Kras. Oh, never mind. Wait, Krasnodar. Got promoted. Oh yeah, in the Greek league. Uh, Him, yeah, our, yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. our boys at Hellas Footy can say his name plenty of times when he starts assisting a lot of goals or something oh. like that. So yeah, and by the way, shout out uh, Alex Kutakos, who today I think told us that Avedis Avedisian has been included in the whole squad as a sparing for Pauk. For Pauk, uh, yeah. yeah, in the, for the European. Uh, list yeah so and he's a, he's a good solid young fullback option but of course he is also in the greek uh 
national team radar as well. And as we know, Greece is trying to rebuild at this moment in time. And if they have an option to take a good young fullback that plays for Pauk, they might trigger it. And who knows? He might want to play for Greece over us. We don't. We don't. But Caparos uh, has that influence. Like Caparos would say that we're looking for, you know, center backs, fullbacks, and then and, you you know, know, it can happen. So youth development. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can say, you can say, do you want? Do you want to go to Sevilla? Do <laughs> 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 oh, you want to go? You want to go? You want to go to Sevilla? Sevilla? Yeah. Yeah, Chico. Yeah, they never lie. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Edward Spetsian. Uh, before before we move on. Stay, uh, look out for the Israeli league, look out for the Greek league, for our young players, uh, Ligue mm-hmm. 1. It's going to be plenty of young Armenian talent uh, popping out of nowhere now. Yeah, it's honestly kind of hard to keep track of all of them now. <laughs> Speaking of, Ar- of young Armenian talent, though. Yes, Edward Spertian is now officially a full-fledged Krasnodar uh, first-team player. Now that we got that bullshit... Um, uh, excuse my language, <laughs> national team formality Whoa. out of the way. Nice. The Russian Federation and Krasnodar both accepted that Spertian is Armenian uh, and is playing for Armenia, and there's nothing they can do about it. They finally realized that they have a good player on their hands, and they boom, won 3 0. On their first game, he played as a number 10, and he had a fantastic game, and it looks like he is probably going to be a consistent starter for Krasnodar. Yeah. Keep him there. Keep him calm. Keep him calm yeah. and just just play just keep playing him there. That's that's what I want to see. Not yeah. center midfield. Cam. CM worst case scenario. Worst yeah. case scenario, but I think we've got that covered. Yeah. And it also of course depends on what formation Kabatos plays, but if he ever feels like a number 10 is necessary. Exactly. He, Spertan, will do the job. I know a lot of people will say Henrik, but Henrik can probably just play on the wings and bring creativity oh. from... <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, all right. Moving on. 23-year-old striker Artem Galadzian made his RPL debut for Nizhny Novgorod in a 1-0 win against Sochi. Um, Armin, tell us a little bit more about Artem. He uh, he made his youth career in Lokomotiv Moskva, uh, big one of the big four in Russia. And when he was, I believe, 20 years old, he said he wanted to play for Armenia. And guess what happened? They dropped him. <laughs> yep, <laughs> they froze him out one season and uh, left, let him go. The, the the next season. Luckily for him, uh, by the time he was 21, I believe, he signed for Nizhny Novgorod, a new club with a lot of money. And they were in the third or second tier and went up and up and and <laughs> Russian Premier League, baby. Uh, I, I, am, I have this thing. I am fixated. I am obsessed with Nizhny Novgorod's uh, stadium. Look it up. If if you listeners get a chance, it's a beautiful stadium. Imagine Artem Galajan's goals uh, under, of course, a full crowd. Uh, eventually, the crowd going <laughs> crazy. It was. It would be beautiful. Yeah, it would be. And uh, sticking to uh, the Russian theme and talking about what would be beautiful, um, future world beater. 
uh, Arsen Zaharian scored the RPL opener against uh, Horik Bayramian's Rostov side. Uh, Dinamo Moscow defeated Rostov 2-0, and Zaharian, who honestly looks like he's going to be the next like big thing in world football, um, as is is probably slipped away at this point from Armenia, um, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it is okay. We got we got Spretian. <laughs> who who I'm gonna be honest, maybe has not scored as many goals as him, but that's I think because Spertian was it hasn't been given as many opportunities as Zaharian has been given. Hands down. Yep. I believe that I believe that if you are going to give them both full RPL seasons, I will put money down that Spertian will be just as efficient and productive as Zaharian this season. And we'll Could check be, back I mean, in at the end of the season. I guarantee you. In my will. opinion, yeah, in my opinion, I think Zaha is uh, uh, one step ahead. Zaha will be a world star. I mean, big teams like top 10 world teams, uh, especially ones from England, according to, to rumors, big English teams want him now at 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Spertian would be world-class too. I mean, of course, he's not going to be a world star, but he's definitely going to reach Henrik Mkhitaryan levels. Yeah, I think so. Um, so anyway, enough about him. He doesn't play for us. <laughs> but another player that does play for Spertian us does. is... Uh, Spertian does. But another uh, attacking midfielder, Korian, played the last five minutes in Himki's 1-3 losses and at St. Petersburg. Uh, Korean has been dealing with a lot of injuries uh, on and off, so he has been a little inconsistent with his playtime, but it looks like he is fit, it looks like he is back, and I'm very confident that he will break back into the starting 11 at Kimki, because we all know what kind of a talented player Korean is. Um, But Chadens, I'm going to pose this question to you. Do you think Korean is going to get called up to the national team? Yeah. because we're so? having issues, uh, because we're having issues before, um, with a bit of the attacking section. Personally, mm-hmm. that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I, like I said before, it's three games um, yeah. again, like last time, and um, it's three games which are going to be really hard. One of the opponents is the one that we didn't play. And mm-hmm. also, it's two away games. So the more we have at our disposal, the better. I mean, yeah, okay, he's had injuries, but I mean, it's 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 in one month. So if you give him some time, I think he'll be called up. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and that is gonna conclude. Oh my God, no, it's not gonna conclude. Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> moving on to the next one, uh, Gilina <laughs> had a 3-0 win against Sered, where Vahan provided two assists, uh, and Armen's note here saying that's why he didn't start the second game versus Apollon, who had already comfortably won the first leg um, and sealed the victory. So, Vahan, it looks like this guy is arguably one of the most underrated young talents in European football right now. And we're not only saying that because we're Armenian, we're saying it because it's true. (laughs) This guy has scored and assisted on the European stage. He's consistently doing it in the league. He is more than ready to take that next step in his career. The issue is 
maybe he's just not on people's radar for some reason. Ottoman, what do you think about that? That he is on people's radar. I remember during the Euros, he got mentioned a couple of times, especially when Sweden were playing, because he was one of the few players that scored on Sweden uh, during the last two years. And they were highlighting how young he is. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it's something years like, old Yeah, I believe it was something like it was the first goal Sweden had conceded in like 11 or 12 matches. And they had said Vaham Bichakchan of Armenia was the first player to score on them in like 12 matches or something like that. Look, That's what the commentators the rate, At the rate he's been growing at Jelena, it, it looks like he's been at Jelena forever, but mm-hmm. it's only been like three or four years and he is 21. At he the is rate approaching, that they, he's approaching the last year of his contract. This is the last season on his contract. Yeah, and at the rate Jelena has been nurturing him, Mm-hmm. He could go anywhere. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be. A lot of players from Slovakia end up in Serie A. So that exactly. is very much a possibility. And we know that he has, a, you know, his his family, his dad, Vardan Bichakchan, is a very smart guy. Best Armenian manager we exactly. could probably say right now. And, and we know his support group's not stupid. Hence why he signed with the same agency as Marek Hamšík. And so why exactly. he's playing Slovakia right now instead of Russia, making smart moves and smart It's all about the long decisions. term. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, look, I don't. I wouldn't mind him playing this season in Jelena, because especially if they get European competition, if they make it to the conference league, even better. Let him play. Let him get that experience. And what's what is it? What's being 22? If you're 22 in playing in Serie A, that's just as good as being 21 and playing in Serie A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. You said it. Next up, Andre the Giant Kalisir uh, had played two full games for his new Danish side Silkborg. Um, a nil-nil draw uh, versus I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that and Copenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> so he has been awarded man of the match. He has been really, really solid at the back, uh, and that's really good to see because uh, we are going to need him to make up for who like whoever is going to be his partner against Macedonia, uh, which I don't even want to think about right now. Uh, but good as long don't, as he is don't. fit and healthy, that's what we need. We need a fit and healthy Andre, and hopefully, knock on wood, he stays healthy. One month. Ugh, one month. I know there's one month, man. I don't know. I can't wait. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> uh, moving wood being on. knocked. To your neck of the woods, Armin. Norberto Briasco Balakian played well in Boca Juniors Libertadores uh, match against, uh, it was. Mineiro. Oh, Atlético Mineiro. Um, and they were unfairly knocked out after like the, some extremely suspect refereeing, a really bad VAR call, which it's I'm. South gonna... America, baby. Uh, as South America as it gets, that fight, that a fight broke out. A bunch of the, Literally. a bunch of the Boca Juniors players went to jail for the night. Um, our boy, our boy Norby got a metal pole and hit someone with it. I think. That's, Tito is never here for these discussions. Playing. I know he's never here. I wish he was here for this one because I, I know he would have a lot to say about this one. Um, <laughs> 
but uh fair is fair the previous times i don't know but this time i know for sure that he wasn't able to make it yeah um so there, there was questions or uh, up in the air because of how scheduling works in South America as to whether Balakian would be able to join the national team next month because there was a possibility that the Boca and River uh, Cup match on them. Is that it right? Won't. Yeah, yeah, but he won't. Yeah, Derby so, has been scheduled be for this week. Yeah, yeah. So he probably will be able to join the national team, which is so fantastic. Because um, I'm just going to skip one right now. Uh, Sargis Adamian for unbeknownst to many people right now, is actually injured. He tore a muscle in his thigh. Um, I don't know if it was a full tear or if it was a partial tear. I think it was a partial tear. Uh, and he is expected to be out until mid-August. And national team of camp and our first match is on the 3rd, I believe. So it's going to be very close. And we're not sure if Hoffenheim is going to allow Sako to join the national team. So... We're going to be, the be first closely time. monitoring that one. Yeah, it would not be the first time. So we're going to be closely monitoring that. And, of course, that's even more important as to Balakian being able to join the national team uh, because these are super and, important fixtures. And, and keep, bear in mind, we are playing Germany this window. Which we know that he can score against. But, you know, considering... No, no. Um, I'm not saying that because of that. Why? Why then? This okay. is the hardest game we have. We are playing Germany uh, as Sako, who plays for a German team from the German Deutsches Football okay, There's not that much conspiracy. It's not that deep, bro. I, I don't think his coach gives a shit, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I beg to differ. I beg to no, differ. No, no. His coach is from the Hernes family. That's true, but also that you could, that's something you could, you could sue for. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> anyway. What? Get the match. Well, here's here's my thing. Even if let's say he's not fully fit by Macedonia, the game is in Germany. It's in Stuttgart. So he the Sako can join the national team the day before the game. So that'll give him an extra four days of recovery time and a shorter uh, a shorter travel distance because he's not going to have to um, he's not going to have to go to Macedonia. He just stays in Germany. I don't know, man. I I hope it does, but I, I wouldn't count on it. Uh, I I I'm telling you, I I I see him not playing against Macedonia, but I see him being part of the squad against Germany. Um. Anyway, speaking of hopefully seeing in the squad, Henrik Mkhitaryan in a preseason match for Roma against Porto, uh, got like disgustingly tackled, like career-ending type tackle mm-hmm. uh, from mm-hmm. Pepe. And always Henrik, does that, that guy, always. And Henrik yep. proceeded to immediately start to fight him. <laughs> and especially well, because you know, only speaks, this guy did. Especially because Hanno speaks Portuguese, so. Yeah, so it, it, it's crazy that um, <laughs> a lot of people were surprised at this. But if you really think about it, Henrik's Mourinho. gotten into, like, <clears throat> Henrik's gotten into like five fights in his career. <laughs> he literally always gets into fights, at least one fight a season, literally. If you look back, he's gone into so many fights, so it's not surprising. Mourinho was sitting and laughing at it. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on that guy. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how Mourinho, and apparently they've squashed the beef. Apparently, um, he's ready to play under Mourinho, and apparently Mourinho is ready to utilize the full extent of Henrik Mkhitaryan. Uh, and we'll see how that he goes. He better, or else Caparos will call him. Yeah, right? 
Well, uh, that's going to end it for the news, and we are going to jump into a few transfer rumors to wrap up the show. Uh, first off, something that was broken out yesterday, uh, apparently our MENA national team prospect, I'm going to call him prospect because he has not made his debut yet, David Davidian like of, of Alashkeft, uh, is set to join uh, our MENA national teammate, Korian at Khimki in the Russian Premier League. Uh, he reportedly underwent a physical exam and should be announced as a signing in the coming days. Um, of course, this is a big blow to Alashkert, who are still in the hunt for European competition. But uh, good news for the Armenian national team, because we have another winger playing in the Russian Premier League. So David Dan, we all know, is extremely talented. He's very fast. He's very good. And if he starts performing in Russia, we can, he can definitely be another winger option for the national team. The thing is, he should. He should because uh, all, we're always sending players there or Kazakhstan, so at least they should just perform better. Exactly. And then there's the problem that he is still eligible for Russia because, as you said, he hasn't made his debut for Armenia yet. He's not going to get called up to the Russian national team. There's no way. I, 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 yeah, I don't think so. I, nah. I know. I, I know, and I agree, but... They, you still could. they can still freeze him out. I don't think he would have gone knowing that that's if that was still a possibility. Because he's uh, made it clear yeah. he wants to play for Armenia. Yeah, then there's that, but you Spirit's never know. That situation I, was an example for all. Well, Spertan was yeah. different. Well, I mean, Davidian had a similar experience previously already. So that's where this is kind of all stemming from. But anyway, let's see what happens. Let him go there. Let him perform. Exactly. We'll see if he gets included in the September squad list. Um, I don't know if he is. It's it's a toss-up, man. It really depends on who's fit. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I don't think you will be called up. First, I want him to to play for Khimki and to to get some quality minutes at the Russian right. Premier League, and then we'll then we'll know for sure. Then we'll talk. Um, Solomon Udo, a fan favorite here at Football Gentron has been loaned out to fellow Kazakh side Atrao. Uh, he will play in central midfield alongside uh, Armenian national team. Ha- has he, uh, Dashian's played for the he national team? Played. Yeah, he former Armenian national in... team player yeah. Artak Dashian and goalkeeper uh, Adam Harapetyan, uh, who uh, Ottoman says are good assets for the national team bench, but I preferably yep. would hope to never see Adam Harapetyan anywhere near <laughs> that bench. Because uh, I don't think he's a good goalkeeper. Jesus, it's uh, that. That's just my honest he, opinion, man. He's he had plenty of chances. In he can't play with his feet, and he's very dangerous with his feet for us. Mm-hmm. But he has great reflexes. If he, if well, and if you think about it, Caparros is uh, is comfortable with goalkeepers playing with their feet. So maybe yeah, that's not a good fit. He's I I don't think he's gonna be especially considering now we have Varujan Hovanesian, we have the uh, I can't Army under twenty one goalkeeper. We have Manuel Nazaretian of Marseille. Oh, I know, like, I know. Young, we talked about young we talked about long term prospect. Well, you know yeah. what? Uh, you're forgetting that Aham Harapetian is the same age as Yurchenko. Exactly, and he plays but, at yeah. a better league now. Doesn't now matter. he does, but Yurchenko Yurchenko's had a much better career. Like of much. Course, better. Yeah, Yurchenko is better. Yurchenko is better, objectively speaking. But there's also uh, competition. The fact that Haidapetian is performing and delivering at a solid league 
yes, but international level is completely different. International level is completely different. He he he's had plenty of chances, Armin. He's had plenty of chances. How long has it been? Wins with him. Since he's played, it's been like two years since he's played for Iron uh, Forget yeah. it. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't forget think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. It doesn't, it doesn't seem realistic. It doesn't I'd seem ra- realistic. I'd rather see Ivazov. Why not? Or Beglati. Yeah, yeah Ivazov. Bring Brazil players, actually. Well, uh, last but not least, Girard <laughs> Shavoyan has snubbed Dinamo Moscow. Reportedly at the last minute and broke off the deal. He was reportedly due for a medical in Moscow and he was at Zvarnots airport in Yerevan getting ready to fly out into Russia um, when at the last minute he decided to not go. Um, it has been previously reported that members of his family, who are his representatives, um, were very opposed to him going to the Russian Premier League. And because they want him to play in Western Europe. Now, questions are also arising as to whether Giro has any other options out there. Well, sorry that I'm asking this, but like, when when was it? Because I, I don't know when. Like, when was this? A few days ago. This was like oh, this was like a week ago now. A week ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was like two, three. Well, this no, is well, really I mean, recent. Th- yeah, this is very recent. Yeah, this is very recent. He was yeah, ready I think to go. something else happened. Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. I think something happened because the league also has started. He was in, in the in the photos of uh, Ararat mm-hmm. uh, Armenia. I, I yeah. don't know. I, the thing is, with us, we don't know much info. Like I said in our group chat, um, it's it, our thing is that because no one talks much about us, info. we don't get... Yeah, we don't have inside information because we don't yeah. have... People like David Ornstein or uh, Horncastle or people, you know, big names reporting about us. So yeah, we, we don't, don't have a. For yeah. the, for, we need a Fabrizio Romanian. To, we uh, <laughs> we no, need someone like that for sure. Hook us up with Nobel Arustamian then. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so, Armin, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think Giro is going to be an Ararat? Armenia player this season? Uh, he is, of course, a professional, so he is training with the team. He is playing with the team. They have a match. Um, now, I'm saying tomorrow against the Alashkert, which Sunday, by the time this is out, the match will have already concluded. Um, it doesn't matter if he plays games for Adara Armenia. He could still sign and leave Armenia. It wouldn't be an issue. But the reported fee, um, this was the interesting <laughs> part, a was half a million euros, which I think is insanely low. Like, insane. I think that's one. I think I don't know if I want to say undervalued, but mm. maybe because he, you know, no, has played for Beckma in yeah. the second division or whatever. But realistically speaking, any mm. almost any club in the top flight of Europe can afford that fee. Yeah, that's that's why when they're looking at it, they will think, oh, okay, who is he? He's not much of a big deal. We don't want to lose too much on him. So we'll just pay 500k. Uh, I remember with Liverpool, uh, it was with um, uh, Grujic. They did mm-hmm. with, uh, it's Red Star. So it's like a top club in Serbia. Okay, Serbia is not uh, Armenia level. It's, it's a little bit better. But still, it was like a million, I think, a million they paid for him or something like that. So mm-hmm. these kind of, uh, un- like, they're kind of considered like underdog uh, or or gem- or like hidden gems. 
that's why they would find it that that's kind of cheap for him. Yeah. yeah. But if if you look at it from a top team's perspective, they will think uh, a bargain, but also don't rate him too high just in case. Let me let me let me let me put it this way. Let me frame it this way for you guys. So we we knew that um, Giro was heavily linked to Sevilla uh, because of his, of course, the Armenian connection that we have to Sevilla with Kapaos um, and, and Genoa. Yeah, well, the and Genoa, Genoa but more I, serious. I'm the Genoa speaking... came from more trustworthy sources. True. Which one? But and then I'm... there's Sacardo. Well, let me let me get to my let me get to my point. My okay. point is, uh, very recently, uh, a few days ago, I want to say, Sevilla signed Eric Lamella on a free transfer from Tottenham, who mm-hmm. is, of course, a winger in the same position as Gido. So that might have had some influence there. Maybe maybe Sevilla was looking into him, but they felt they needed a more sure player right now, a, a proven player, and they were able to get Eric Lamella on a free transfer. So. Maybe that looked like better business at the time, uh, which sucks yeah, for somewhat. us. Yeah, I don't think Lamel is that great of a player personally, but... Uh, but he's proven. He's proven. That's my point. And, and, and Giro isn't. So, uh, yeah. like you yeah. said, Christian, so back Christian, Zic- yeah, Christian Zaccardo, of course, represents him now, uh, which is great. And um, who knows? Maybe, maybe there was or is a guaranteed concrete offer from Genoa coming in. Because I'm sure if I'm Giro, I would rather play in Genoa than Dinamo. Honestly. For sure. For sure. Anyone with half a brain would, but the thing is, even if it's not Genoa, uh, it depends because uh, half the world could have made an offer. We don't know yet. Uh, Exactly. And we don't know. And and we probably won't know, uh, which is crazy but it's true but um, hopefully it does have to do with Zaccardo. hopefully and, and we'll Soon. see maybe by the time this episode's out he would have he would have a transfer announced we don't know hopefully fingers crossed fingers crossed let's oh. see all right guys well that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode thank you for joining us uh we discussed a lot wow this ended up being a lot longer than i thought um yeah. <laughs> it always is right quick little note hey. Uh, quick little note. Uh, soon we're probably gonna we're we're gonna be sharing a lot of uh, uh, preparation content for the the games next month. So make sure you share, like, uh, everything like that. All that jazz. There's a lot coming up. Yep. And don't yeah, forget. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Don't forget, uh, Alashkert are taking on Kairat Almaty in the UEFA Europa League. Support. Watch that match. There's I'm two likes. Kamo Hovanesian is going to be playing. Support all of our players who are playing in European competition. And um, tweet us, man. Talk to us. We like to talk to you guys. We like our interactions. Uh, And uh, that's it. Well, on behalf of the boys here, uh, thank you for listening. And until next time. See you all.